Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Arganissima. All right, all right. Uh, welcome back to the iHealth Radio show, uh, an exclusive today with a, a unique, special, inspirational guest that, you know, uh, it is a true honor to have with us today, Jessica Cox, who is uh, a personality, uh, a keynote speaker, and a motivational speaker, an inspirational speaker. Uh, she has a, I don't think I've had actually a Guinness record person on, on the show, and we do have one today. And again, we're going to confirm all that discussion today. So Jessica, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing good. Thank you for having me. All right. All right. Well, I, it is my pleasure. It is a true pleasure and an honor uh, to have you. I mean, uh, I, I've, we've, I've had so many shows before and so many guests, and we've talked about, you know, motivation, inspiration, and, and every unique story we had was very unique in its own and so special, but, but your Okay, you took your case to the to, to the next level. <laughs> so so today we're gonna bring people to a, a unique opportunity to understand, you know, that um, if you have resilience, if you have determination, uh, despite all the barriers, you can do and and you can make your dreams come true. So that being said, uh, the best way to do this is have you tell us a little bit about your story, you know, that from from the beginning, and then we can go from there about questions that people might have. Uh, that probably would want to ask and I'll just ask them on their behalf anyway. So Jessica, uh, welcome and tell us about your story. It is intriguing. I have been um, a pilot now for 15 years. I'm sorry, I started in 2008 and um, I started training in 2005 but I do all of that as someone without arms and I've done everything in my life most people know me as the pilot who did who flew a plane with her feet, but I also have accomplished other things. And from the very beginning, I was born without arms and it was a very hard start in life because I had to deal with a lot of um, feeling like I was the only one, like um, I was being, I was bullied, I was picked on and I felt left out at times. So there was a lot of anger and frustration in the beginning but I had wonderful parents who taught me to believe that I could do anything. And I went through life. I went to a regular public school for elementary, middle and high school, then onto a public university and all the while doing so many things as a kid. I mean, I started Taekwondo when I was 10 and I am now a fourth degree black belt in American Taekwondo. Mm. Uh, and I've practiced it probably twice, twice to three times a week. And for me, that's a wonderful outlet for exercise. And I uh, also got the state champion title in 2014 for my division. I've done a couple of other things like surfing, scuba diving. Um, I drive a vehicle with my feet and I just do everything in life 
that most people think about, but instead of using hands, I use my toes and my feet. Wow. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't mention that first part, you know, about the, the ability to do all these things uh, without arms. And, uh, you know, many people uh, have challenges to do it with arms. I mean, all these things that you've, you've achieved and you've been doing, despite uh, growing up, you know, as you said, I mean, I'm sure it is difficult um, unfortunately, society can be brutal. And uh, actually, I did, we, we did have a show before about bullying. Uh, and people get bullied for various reasons. And you've experienced it firsthand. And, uh, you know, that didn't stop you. And of course, you had the right surroundings, the environment, your parents were there for you, and they supported you and gave you all the motivation as well. But you took it to the next level. I mean, you know, I have a, a dear uh position when it comes to the martial arts specifically and taekwondo is something i've practiced myself so i know that is some cool stuff out there and i'm sure i wouldn't mess with you <laughs> um but but it, it's 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 a great thing and, and again even achieving you know for a degree and also getting a championship uh and then i mean the ultimate one is really flying i mean that is where it is the the end of the line here when it comes to like you know people having issues or complaining about life and you know whether they can do things or not i think if any if 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 people have to listen to this they have to realize that you can do this if you want it anything is possible in life what do you say to that i agree with you because a lot of times we come up with excuses why we can't do it or why we won't do it and really it's about making that choice of whether we're going to pursue it till it's done and whether we're going to focus in on the goal and, and just keep doing what it takes, figuring out a way, uh, finding a way uh, and making it possible. Just like my uh, whole theme of achieve the impossible. When I speak on stage, I talk about how all of us have these impossibilities in our head. We all have a concept of what we think is possible. And we want to achieve our impossible, so that um, so that you know, so that we feel that confidence and that empowerment from achievement, because with that, it helps us build on more challenges. It helps us to get through uh, the daily uh, grind and through the challenges of of having a bad day. And so that's why I always challenge people to achieve their own impossible. And 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 that is a very keyword impossible and there's so many um i guess quotations and memes on it and uh you know the word itself says i'm <laughs> possible <laughs> mm -hmm. i don't know if you read that before or you probably used it but uh but it is it is unique as as you can see it and you can hear it and but not only that you can really uh, project it i mean you have demonstrated that and for many people they may think that is totally impossible yet it is possible and uh, you know if i am and in the, the audience right now listening to you, uh, I have to get up and say, you know what? I was thinking about doing this. I was thinking about doing the other thing. It is time for me to actually get up and get it done. No excuses. You're right. People put a lot of excuses for everything. And uh, it is typical for all of us that, you know, we just sit and say, you know what? Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. And we always like, you know, find 10,000 reasons why we can't, as opposed to 10,000 reasons why we can't. Um, so, so before we get into, you know, that, that inspiration, motivation piece, let's go back to, to, to the, the, your childhood, your growth and, 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 and really just, you know, interacting in society 
And um, how was it like growing up? You know, uh, what's what are some of the challenges besides the bullying part? I mean, you had to, you know, uh, do different things, right? And learn different skills to be able to to do what what things that you're doing today. Yes, I always had um, a difficult time with just small things that maybe some people may not think uh, are difficult. When you think about it, you just, you know, kind of take it with a grain, you know, just take it like for granted. For example, getting dressed on my own was always a difficult thing. I mean, I didn't start learning how to be fully independent till I was about 11. And so it was harder for me. It takes more energy. For example, I get dressed in the morning. It takes more energy and effort for me to do that. But I figured out a way how to do that independently. And um, but those things are what probably most people don't think twice about is how do you get your clothes on? And for me, it was a process of learning how to make it work when you don't have arms. But then once I did it, it was a surge of independence and empowerment of I did it. I did something <laughs> that took me a long time to finally figure out. Wow. Well, again, if there's a will, there's a way, right? Uh, and and you had the will and you find a way. <laughs> and that's that's really what it is about, right? And you're right. So we People take stuff for granted. I mean, that's something we wake up, oh, you know, you don't think about it, but you're right. Uh, in your case, you had to figure out a way to do this and, and be able to adapt and not always rely on other folks to assist, right? Yes. And, you know, and that's a big deal. And I think, I think, this could tie us into the discussion of, of disability, right? And, and the, some of the biases, I think, out there or, or, or stigmas or things that, you know, people may have in their mind, you've actually cr crossed that barrier. You've, you, you destroyed that, <laughs> that whole, you know, stigma business here, I think. Um, but, but how did you, you know, uh, did you encounter issues in terms of like disability access and things like that growing up and even today? Oh yeah, there are always, even today, um, a lot of there are a lot of ways in which we can get better at inclusion for people with disabilities, um, and uh, and even in companies like a lot of people with disabilities, it's hard to find jobs, and they're perfectly qualified, but a lot of people get hung up on the disability, and they don't see the person's skills or uh, their knowledge and abilities to do things despite the disability. And so for me, I'm an advocate as well of making sure that the world understands that we are capable of doing some wonderful things and reminding them that, that we are just as capable and in some areas even more capable at accomplishing things. And um, that advocacy aspect is something that I always incorporate when I'm speaking to companies and speaking to corporations is that we all have some unconscious bias about um, our encounters with people with disabilities. We have some level of that or have had it in the past. Mm -hmm. And the best way to overcome it is to acknowledge, uh, communicate, consider having empathy and not pity, uh, making sure that we use people first language and we trust. And so I use that example um, to share with other people like I just did yesterday when I spoke to a group. Wow. Well, again, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing because People think of disability as such, but at the end of the day, you know, everybody, you know, in, in their own way uh, can experience disability. And, and unfortunately, people don't realize that, you know, any one of us at any given day can experience some sort of disability. No one has a guarantee. And in your case, I mean, it's not, it was not a choice. That was birth, right? But, you know, you're right. You do see today that there's still not an inclusion across all different 
levels and 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 it depends on the mentality of people and and, and how they see things and some people they just have uh, not evolved <laughs> to the point to understand that you know a disability cannot necessarily be uh, a, a limitation uh, it might have some but but again you're a pure example of where that can be completely overcome and you know uh no no more existent right uh, i mean the, the, the highest, you know, most of the people, you know, fly and, and trust a pilot and you are a pilot, period. And now you're certified, you can pilot a plane and you can certainly take anyone on that plane just as safe as anybody else. Take it off and, and land it. Right. So so that that, that is in itself a, a, a special, you know, gift, I would say. So that disability and a gift now in the balance. Uh, so so that's that's one element. Now, the your your surrounding your friends uh, how do you you know how what is the, the general reaction when people uh, realized all your achievements did you find you know people are like wow surprised or you know really supportive what was the experience like people are really uh shocked when they hear about my achievements and it really opens up their world of possibility um like, for example, I know of someone who inspired me when I was a young person and um, she had a disability. And when I heard about everything she did, it made me realize, wow, if she can do that, then I can do anything I want to do. And I want to be that constant reminder for other people. And I hope that I open their eyes to possibility when they hear my story or they hear about something I've done and um, they're able to create their own possibilities. Wow, that that's that's strong. That's powerful. Uh, so so let's talk about your Guinness World Record. Now now that is that is in the books, right? It's guaranteed. It's out there. Uh, so so first of all, again, it's an honor to have you on the show and also to talk to you. I mean, I don't think I've ever met someone who had held a Guinness World Record. Um, and and I, and I, I do believe it is for a very, very, very priced, you know, level here. So it's nothing, you know, to to uh, even uh, you have to give it the worth of it. You know, I mean, this is big. Um, it's a big element. Um, now, you scuba dive. You ride, I guess, the, the tri-bicycle, you mm -hmm. skydive. Uh, I mean, you basically do all the activities that, you know, most people were not even there. <laughs> uh, I mean, I haven't done half of the stuff you've done. And I can tell you, I mean, you know, maybe I'm not terrified of skydiving, but, you know, it is scary. Now you fly and you skydive. So so I guess the sky is, 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 is the limit. There's no limit, right? <laughs> you enjoy yes, it? Yes, exactly. But, but really, I mean, you are challenging the world and, and you send in a message, a strong message that, uh, you know, you can do no matter what's out there that is potentially to be done. You can do it and you've done it and you've done it with success. I mean, you again, just you we take the example of Taekwondo. You did Taekwondo, right? And, and you're still doing it now. A lot of people do martial arts, but they never finish. And, and you're still doing it and you actually are still in, in, in a pretty decent level of, of, of expertise uh, and, and you compete. All these things are things that are like really achievements that all of us, all of us listening into the show should be really excited about and take the example, take this, this, this motivation and inspiration here uh, and, and, and the example of resilience and determination. I think that's where it is. Willpower. All these, these keywords that I've mentioned right now, I mean, are something that, you know, we should all take to heart 
and should listen to and and really like get excited about. And you know, also I think I think one of the messages that I would like to convey throughout this this show is, you know, we have to to look at everybody as equal, disability or not, and and everybody can do pretty much everything that they can do, especially today with technology, with, you know, all the different stuff that we have access to. And again, you t- you've done some stuff with less technology, and I'm going to ask you about that. I mean, I- I'm, cer- I'm certain that, you know, uh, for example, for the vehicle, uh, I'm not sure if it's uh, fitted differently or it's just a regular vi- vehicle. Maybe you can tell us about some, some of that stuff in terms of the, the airplanes or even the vehicles, the cars. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything unique about that? Is there any technology that's different about it that, that helps uh, or it's really a regular car that you just use your feet instead of your arms and you do it. Well, technology is wonderful and it's empowering so many people with different abilities. Uh, for me, I know that I was insistent when I went to get my driver's license that I have the ability to drive a regular vehicle because I wanted to rent cars. I wanted to be able to drive my parents' other vehicles or my brother's car. And so when I went to get my license as a teenager, I said, I don't want to have to get special equipment for my car. And I'd rather have it so that I can drive either way. And that's why I took my test with a regular automatic vehicle. And that way I could just steer with one foot and accelerate and brake with the other foot and drive the car like that. And that's how I got my driver's license. Um, the plane is also a standard air coupe airplane and it's, there's nothing specially built about it. There's, I mean, the design of the airplane is unique, but it was never customized for me. It was, in fact, it was built in 1946. So it's an old airplane, um, and it's not built in any special way so that I can fly it with my feet. Um, it's just standard. And for me, again, it's, it's really, I feel like I like to adapt to the world rather than having the world kind of adjust itself to adapt to me it's important for me personally to be independent and uh to do things to figure it out well i mean right now you just you just added another value here because you just mentioned that you've you've wanted you wanted actually to use standard stuff nothing special you wanted everything to be just as normal to feel the experience you know just as equal and without even adding any other, you know, I guess tech or or, or tools to assist, and that's in itself uh, another challenge, another achievement that you know uh, you have made. Uh, I mean, respect. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> okay. So, 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 um, I know parents have an influence on individuals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you certainly had the 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 support of them when you were a kid, and I'm sure until today that's still the case. Now, is there anyone that that contributed more towards it, or it, it is it is a, an equal balance between the both? I think my parents contributed in different ways. Um, my mom was just um, always there and saying, "You can do anything with God. You can do anything." And my dad um, was the support whenever I needed to talk to someone. He always said he never once shed a tear about my birth condition. So he never saw me as a victim. And so I couldn't see myself as a victim of a disability or a handicap. And I just thought that I happened to be different and not, uh, not disempowered, but rather different and doing things in a different way. And that helped me realize not to have a victim mentality, but to just move forward, work with what I have and, and be creative. Well, you know, that's, that's a very, you know, uh, 
you know, unique word you use here, you know, about being not a being a victim, you know, that is that is great because uh, to, some people would say, well, I'm just a victim of circumstances. It's not fair. It's not this, not that. And they can hold on to that. Right. And therefore they inhibit their own abilities as opposed to, well, like you said, different, but not, you know, uh, it, 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 it can be done. It, you know, people are different in different ways. Right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and you took that and, and, and I guess that influence and the encouragement. And again, I think, what I see here, what I hear from you is really that drive. You had the motivation, the drive, the it's inner, it's yours. It was in you all along. You just did not accept the fact that, you know, you want to be out there. And I, it could be also as you were growing up, you know, with, with all the type of bullying and stuff, and you wanted to determine, you know, to, to these people, Hey, listen, I can show you what's up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, you know, it's funny. I, I want to ask this question. Have you ever met, you know, later on in life today, Anyone that you had, you know, had clashes with back in the days or people that have hurt you somehow, and now they see you and, and have you, I mean, they might know by you, they might see you. I'm not sure if you met any of them. And if you were to meet one of them, what would you tell them? I, you know, I'm not really like a type of person who would be like rub it in their face or anything, because I just, I don't, I'm not like that. I'm just like, I do what I'm, you know, what I feel blessed to, to do the things that I've been able to do. And I'm not going to, you know, put it in some, in someone's face that, Hey, you weren't supportive or you were mean or whatever like that. Because I started to realize when I was younger, younger is that when people are mean like that, that they, that they're having some conflict within and whether they're battling with their own feelings of insufficiency or having a hard time with family or, or friends that I shouldn't take it personally if someone picks on me because they could be having their own battles and that's their only way of uh, lashing out is to pick on someone else. Um, Cause it's this, you know, power struggle. And I don't, I know that if I were to meet someone who maybe was one of those kid bullies when I was in middle school, for example, I remember in middle school having someone in PE class pick on me and um, she got all the other girls to laugh at me. And I was like, I, I remember how hurt I was and how crushed I was, but I wouldn't make an effort if I met her today and saw her today, I wouldn't make an effort to rub it in her face. But so I just, I kind of just let that stuff pass, kind of just let it uh, slide. It's hard, it hurts, and it becomes traumatic for us personally, but you can't hold on to it because um, that just becomes baggage that's unnecessary. Well, I can tell you, whatever that trait you have is is humbling and uh, you are a humble person and you have evolved to, to the highest level of humanity because uh, to your point, you know, you don't have to rub that in nobody's face. I mean, your achievements already speak for themselves, right? Um, and, and it's unfortunate that someone today, and, it's, it's, and by the way, your story can be related in a lot of different ways. And, and anyone that's been bullied for whatever reason and people look at them or, you know, look down on them or whatever the case may be, you know, when they, they evolve to this level where, you know, I'm beyond this, you know, there's no grudge, <laughs> you know, I have, I have, you know, a better personality. It's a signature there. That is actually a, a true, you know, level of uh, maturity, a level of, of being uh, at a higher standard human. Uh, and, and that in itself is an achievement because unfortunately, even in the regular world with people with that bullying or not bullying, people are not at that level of understanding that, you don't have to wrap things, you know, you know, with other people, if you achieve some things, you do things for you, you do things for your own 
uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, with your own conviction and inspiration, and that's about it. Um, but, but that, I mean, the reason I asked that is just I wanted to see, you know, your your perspective on it, and you really, really, I just elevated again to that next level. Uh, and, and anyone listening in, and please, I mean, take think that, think deep about that. I mean, this is, you know, the highest level you can be as a human, where you can give forgive people don't care about the past you move on bygones and bygones and and you know it's funny because now the other people may literally adjust because you might be a good reason for them to realize that they sucked when they were younger maybe they didn't get it right now it's it's maybe a shift in their life and now they're going to have a better personality they can become better people and maybe even themselves inspire other people so you don't know so you are a messenger of good right now and that's 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 what matters so so again like i said uh, anyone listening in uh, it, this is just a unique opportunity to to get this rich experience from 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 Jessica cuz the stuff that she's been able to do and and how she overcome all these things and how she's even handling it positivity is a key your mindset is a key and i think you have a full formula of everything <laughs> mindset will power you name it you have it and 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 that is not somebody that is not something that everybody can say that they have and you know and 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 regardless of disability or not you are a complete person and that is exactly what what maybe you know we'd like to send to people we can all be Jessica in her mindset, in her will, in her way, in her personality. Uh, and, you know, maybe we can't fly planes, <laughs> but but make it, we can learn. I mean, that's something else. I mean, what do you say to people? Uh, can they, you know, can they do exactly what you do? Right? I say, you know, never say never. And um, really to eliminate self-limiting beliefs, it starts by believing that you can do it. Um, you know, other people might not want to fly, but maybe something seems equally difficult in their own mind. Um, who's to say what someone wants to do? Uh, I wanted to become a pilot because it was something I was afraid of. And I thought I should pursue it to show people to be courageous and to get over their fears. So everyone, you know, to each his own, everyone has their own um, impossible. Everyone has their own goals. And I you know, if, if they want to fly, that's great. I encourage young people to fly. So we have a new, a next generation of pilots, but if, it, if they want to go scuba dive, that's their thing. Or if they want to jump out of planes, that's their thing. So everyone has their own personal take on things. Well, I, I you know, it's funny. You answered the question I was going to ask, you know, why flying specifically? And, and you did answer it. <laughs> you were afraid of flying and you know what? You conquered it. <laughs> Not only you did it and you did it and now you have a record, you know, as, as a unique person doing it. So, Hey, that is, that is great. Now, now uh, people may not know this and, and I'm not, you know, maybe tell us more. Now you were in a documentary, right? Um, the, the right footed documentary or something like that. Yes. Uh-huh. So can you Correct. talk about that experience and uh, what was it all about? Sure. Um, it took five years from start to finish for Nick Spark. I give him a lot of uh, credit for such an amazing job that he did. We met, you know, um, five, uh, just I think it was like the previous year before he started this project. And it was like he had to fundraise. He had to put this whole thing together. And it was a massive project. I mean, we see documentaries and we see shows and we enjoy them from our the comforts of our home when we turn on Netflix or whatever. But 
we don't realize the work that goes into making a documentary or a movie or something. And I was able to see how much work was involved because it took five years. We had to raise the funds to cover the cost of making a documentary. Um, and he, Nick Spark with his team followed me and my husband around and we were newlyweds and followed us around the world to Ethiopia to help with inclusion for children with disabilities in schools. And um, he followed us to the Philippines after, after the super typhoon, which was like the largest typhoon in history. Uh, and then followed us to the Senate where we were um, lobbying for international disability treaty. And then followed us um, in our home, around our home, of course, during our wedding. And um, it was a process, you know, and, and, and editing is, is just such a complex, uh, that's so, so much time involved um, to edit a whole documentary together. And then finding, of course, the networks to distribute this documentary. So it was such a process and learning experience for me to be a part of this documentary making and, and to be the subject of a documentary. And I will say the first time I saw myself on the big screen, it was so surreal. And it was a little, a, a little disconcerting, I would say, when you first see yourself on a big screen and you're almost, you look larger than life and it's like, whoa. <laughs> um, so uh, I remember the first time I saw it when we had the first cut, the first rough cut. It was, it was, it was an experience, I will say, being a part of it. And anyone can watch it for free now. It's, it's free on, on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, just look up Right Footed and you'll see it's about 80 minutes. And I would highly recommend it to anyone who, but, you know, have a Kleenex, have a Kleenex box handy because it is a pretty emotional documentary. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, sometimes it's good, you know, get, let it out. <laughs> we all need a good day, you know, where you just like, you know, be with our emotions and, you know, and, and, and it doesn't matter, you know, some, you know, uh, people say, well, you know, some guys don't do this, some gals don't do this, but you know, we're all human and we should be able to, to reflect our emotions. Right. And, you know, there's nothing that, that is a good documentary or something that's real that gets to you and to your heart. And uh, that shows that you still have a good personality and a person in you. Um, so, so now, now, that's an experience, but but the experience that is the most interesting right now that we, you know, that people might have a question about. You mentioned husband uh, and family. So 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 you are an advocate. You are a lobbyist. You are a motivational speaker. You are a pilot. You are a champion. And you also are a family person. You have a family. So so how does that, you know, how is your, you know, live work? advocacy, all that, you know, come to play as in, in balance here. How do you do it? Well, balance, balance is exactly right. How do you balance it all? Um, it's, it's a difficult profession as a speaker when you're living out of a suitcase. Sometimes you're moving from place to place. Like I was gone when I just got back on um, Tuesday and for the previous three weeks, I was on the road. I went from Phoenix to Denver to Phoenix again, then to Portland, and then to Hawaii, back to Portland, back to Phoenix. And of course, where I live in Tucson. So I was like all over the place. Um, and it was intense. It's It takes a lot of energy when you're kind of bouncing around like that. Um, but balancing that with with have, being, you know, a family person too. And and, and it, it's all something I still continue to work on. I'm not perfect at it, but I you do the best you can with what you have. And my profession takes a lot out of me and I, but I've learned to love it and I love to be spontaneous anyways. So I can't sit still for very long. So it really works well with me 
to be invited to speak in all these places around the country or around the world. It gives me the opportunity to stay engaged and not, you know, get bored. Um, so, so I know, I know this question you've probably heard before. So how do you meet your new husband? <laughs> and, you know, what's, what's different about your relationship, if any? Well, we have a great relationship. I met my husband through Taekwondo. He also practices nice. um, American Taekwondo. He's a fifth degree black belt. And we met when I was a first degree and he was, um, he was not a fifth degree, but we met at a Taekwondo school and we had this connection. The only thing that really connected us was our love of Taekwondo. And then uh, we started to date outside of the school and sure enough, we really liked each other and we were compatible, compatible and um, did, had shared different strengths and weaknesses. And it was great because we just came together in such a wonderful way now that we can continue to do this wonderful work of motivating people, inspiring people, advocating for people with disabilities together as a team. So we're more powerful than it when we were just alone. Um, and I think that's what's amazing is that, you know, he doesn't have a disability, but he feels so passionate about disability and inclusion that he's become quite the advocate himself. Um, and so we complement each other and we're able to um, move through these boundaries and work ways of making sure that the world works towards a more inclusive society. It's great. Well, you guys are doing a terrific job. I know you've, you've gone through multiple countries and you know i think what 26 plus uh, yes pretty much every continent i think <laughs> you might have missed one but <laughs> um now now you have also a book um disarm your limits uh-huh yes so when what is that's published i'm assuming right it's already out and um and what is the story about the book? I mean, is it is it your story? Is it um, you know uh, a motivational uh, you know book just to get people excited and and uh, inspired? Uh, what what's what's the uh, the book about? Uh, the book I have is called "Disarm Your Limits: The Flight Formula to Lift You to Success to Success and Propel You to the Next Horizon," <laughs> and um, it's really all about um, helping others achieve their own impossible and limit, uh, eliminate their excuses. Um, and one of the things it does include, or it does include many of my stories from my life, but more importantly, how it applies to the reader and how they can overcome their own obstacles, whether it's through desire, whether it's through having courage or um, uh, having faith. And I talk in each chapter about a new thing that helps the reader get through the own, their own obstacles in their own life. Uh, that that's a powerful book um and and it, it's available on amazon on your website or, or you know any specific places where i can direct people to it is available on amazon so if you'd like to check it out amazon has my book disarm your limits all right well we're definitely going to have the description of all these items uh, as well as your website uh, i think it's www.jessicacox.com uh, the book, you know, link, uh, you know, from, from, uh, Amazon. Uh, I mean, these are all super things that I think that anyone listening in, please, you know, take the time, uh, reach out, you know, check out, you know, these documentaries. I mean, the, 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 the right footed documentary, definitely the book. And, and again, just, uh, read about, you know, and listen about the story of Jessica here, because it is a unique story, but it's not, you know, she's not the only one. I mean, many people have different disabilities 
and people without disabilities still have challenges and and always can use inspiration uh in life and motivation and and you you know this is like the best example of true motivation and inspiration uh and the example of resilience and determination so um these are actually topics that i i love to discuss and i enjoy these things because i live myself with 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 some of these you know terms and you know concepts um and you know uh, it, it i try to share them uh with with, with the, the audiences and the viewers and listeners of, of the channel and the, the the radio uh so so jessica i mean you have contributed right now uh hopefully to to thousands of people where they can at least get a couple of items from your experience and your from your message here or messages i mean there's a lot of stuff that we've been talking about here and i think each one of those pieces can be uh, its unique message to the folks now, that being said, uh, what will be, uh, I guess, a, a direct message to, to the audience right now or, or, or a wrap-up message uh, for the show to tell people, you know, to give uh, advice with? Oh, for anyone listening, I just want to remind you that um, believe that you can do so many incredible things and just start with that belief that you can and don't ever give up be persistent, work through the challenges, you know, not everything's going to be easy. And, and the longer it takes, the harder a challenge is, the more of a reward in the end, and the more of a celebration in the end. So don't ever give up when you're struggling through something you want to really accomplish. I just want to remind you, you can do it. And uh, don't give up and be fearless. Um, and make sure that you find a way because uh, where there's a will, there's a way, as we were saying in the in the interview earlier, and and don't ever give up. Well, again, I think I think we can end the show maybe with a song here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't give up, right? Uh, but but definitely, I mean, these are powerful words, and I, I I shouldn't add anything to them. I mean, they they they're words of wisdom. Uh, so anyone listening, please take heed to this and listen and uh, take those you know words. Uh, you know, as as the as a true uh, guidance uh, in life. And, uh, you know, that's about it. I mean, there's so much that can be achieved. Uh, so, so Jessica, it, it's been a true pleasure and honor uh, to have you on actually the radio and the show. I mean, I will, uh, you know, potentially have this show edited somehow you know, to have you on, on, on the visual as well uh, with maybe some pics. But 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 certainly I think there's there's opportunity here to share with more people. Uh, but but uh, thank you. Thank you for the time. I mean, I know your your time is valuable and you travel all over the place and you're always busy uh, just making it, you know, for us today here. That's that's, a, you know, a privilege. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, uh, folks. Thank you for uh, listening on iHealth Radio, uh, Hurricane H here with with Jessica Cox, you know, and, uh, you know, we'll talk soon at the next show. Ciao, ciao. Bye bye.